Blog Talk Radio. Tory Lanez has been accused of stealing bars. Remy Ma gets into it with Azealia Banks. And Duchess and Caesar from Black Ink are beefing. No puff puff. This is your host, Angel Von Dreaming, you guys. Hello, and you are listening to Amazing, amazing, Genovello. Absolutely amazing. Are you excited? Oh, my God. Two more days. Well, we're not even going to count Saturday. One more day in the big party. What's going on? Where are the photos? I know. Well, you know, we're not finished yet. Like, we still have to do, like, a couple more things. But definitely tomorrow night we'll be finished with the setup. And I'll send everything to you then. But, yeah, I'm so excited. You know, it's just like a... A big deal, like among friends, you know, like the holiday party, and it's just always good to see like the, my close friends that I've made over the years while living here in North Carolina all at one time, and everybody should be, everyone should be doing good, and you know, enjoying themselves, getting lit. It's just a lot of fun, you know. And then of course I like to dress up too, and I like to see my friends. <laughs> yeah, it's just always fun. So. It's like this week, I've just been like, oh, like, come on, two more days, four more days, five more days. And it's like literally like tomorrow's Friday, like, and then it'll just be the day after that. So it's just like, oh, I'm so ready for this party. But then when it gets here, I'm going to be like, damn. <laughs> like, so I just want to, because I'm so drunk. Like, that's like the only time I'm like super drunk. Like, like my holiday party is like, you know, me when I was, you know, 20. You know how I used to be Angelica. Now, you know, I don't drink like that no more. I like to be a little tipsy, honey, and that's it. But the holiday party, I'll be fucked up. So it's just going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> It's just a great time, and it's going to be so good to see everybody. You know, I wish you could make it, you know. I know. That would have been nice. Yeah. I, it's funny because I actually branded you know, maybe this is something we should talk a little bit after the show. But I really think with, because, you know, next June, we'll make it two years, I think we should have, like, a launch party for a confession session. You know, y'all fly down okay. here. Yeah, in June, like, I, I, you know, I've been thinking about it for a while, but I really think, you know, and then we get, like, a venue and really make it, like, a big deal and invite press and, you know, media and stuff like that and people that I've met. And, yeah, I think it will be a lot of fun. I think that would be awesome. I think that would be a lot of fun, too, and I'm definitely down for that. So, you know, I'm a planner. I love to plan way ahead of time. So if I'm planning now for something all the way next June, it's going to happen. Right, right. <laughs> so that's super exciting. So, guys, I walked into work. Now, if you check out my Facebook page, um, you will see the video. I'm going to also post it on Instagram when I have an opportunity um, but I walked into the kitchen, and I seen a pack of ground beef on the table. It was, you know, a $3 um, regular ground beef, you know, pack that you would make hamburger meat out of. And it was opened, and I just seen a whole bunch of men 
just sitting around eating the ground beef on bread with onions. And I walked in there and I was horrified. <laughs> I was so horrified. I, in the face, my, the look on my face, people were like just laughing at me because I was like, what the hell is this cannibalism, uh, you know, cult you guys have going on here? And they're like, oh, you know, you never had this before. It's a tradition. You eat it before Christmas. I'm like, I don't. Mm-mm. But it's funny because Jun. He posted under that. He's just like, oh, you know, it is good. And I'm like, well, he said it, uh, that doesn't look like quality beef, but he's just like, you know, it's good. And I'm like, I don't know who you are anymore. Who are you, Jen? Like, so can you kind of explain to people what I'm talking about? Because I'm freaking out still. You need to open your mind. Once, when you and Sam move down here, eventually, I know y'all will. I'm going to keep convincing y'all. I'm going to make that big, that big move to North Carolina. Like it, y'all will have some tartar and carpaccio. But it, it really is. I mean, like, well, I know tartar and carpaccio is just like a premium quality beef. Like to me, that doesn't that look like shit from like the grocery store, like just some regular yeah, ass beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it's like seasoned and it is onions, but it's like a bunch of other stuff in it too. And then you eat it with like you know little like crackers or mm-hmm. um, some sort of like you know nut bread or something. I mean, but to me, it looked like, that looked like some other shit that I'm not going to say on air, but uh, <laughs> I would I would hate it, but tartar carpaccio is, is really good, like raw raw beef, but it, I mean, it, it just has to be like a premium quality, like a really good grade of beef, you know, definitely. So, I mean, I wouldn't eat that at any restaurant, definitely like at a nice restaurant. Um, but yeah, you got to open your mind, sister. You know, you know how I am. Like, you know, I'm very, like, I try to say that I'm a culture person and very open to trying new things. So it's just like, you know, I, I it's psycho that that hasn't rubbed off on you. But, you know, honey, we're going to get you there. We're going to get you there. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather eat a, 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 a roasted snake, you know, than to eat <laughs> our car. So, yeah, that's. It's not my cup of tea, but, you know, maybe if one day me and you go to a restaurant and you order it and, you know, maybe I buy a piece of yours and, you know, somebody else got to pay for it for me before I go ahead and eat it because, mm-mm. I feel you. So what, what is the yeah. most psycho thing that you ate before? Like, have you ever ate gold or, like, you know? Gold? Why would I eat gold? I said goat. I mean, you can eat oh, edible goat. Gold. No, I haven't. I, I, You know, I'm just mainstream. I really have not ate anything that's not really ordinary. I think the most psycho thing I ate that I was forced to eat was beets. And just, I thought it was, I ate, I took a big chunk out of it. It even crunched in my mouth. And um, I thought it was cranberry. Beets. Oh. Like beets out of a can. It was, yeah, it was pretty horrible. And I thought it was cranberry sauce. And it was like this, this... Miami, so you know y'all didn't y'all eat conk and everything else. So yeah, conk is amazing though. Like what? That's good. Yeah. Like yeah. shells, fish, all of that type of stuff. Uh, you know, um, what is it? Um, lobster, shrimp, all of that. That's that's right up my alley. Steak, <laughs> ribs. <laughs> that's okay. that's me. I like I starfish. I ate octopus. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever ate octopus. I mean, I would try it, but I don't think I've ever ate octopus before. Yeah. It's good. 
But I'm so because I, I was talking to um, Chris today for holiday party. He's talking about like what cheeses to get, and I was like, "Baby, get like some goat cheese." He's like, "Goat cheese," uh-huh. and I was just like, "Baby, goat cheese is literally like better than like cow cheese. Like you gotta fucking try it." Like it's, so <laughs> goat cheese. <laughs> Like, he's just like, my family's not going to eat that when they find out this goat cheese. And I'm like, Chris. Don't like, tell him. It's so fucking good. Like, it literally tastes better than, like, normal cow, like cow's milk cheese. Like, you know, but it's just like you wouldn't know. Or, like, um, I went to my homegirl. Remember I told you, like, um, like a couple months ago, I went to, like, my homegirl's party. And she's, like, from the Congo. She threw, like, a party for her birthday. I ate, like, mm-hmm. goat. It was so fucking good. Like, I ate, like, kwanga and, like, other shit. It's just, like, you have to just try it. And then, yeah, if you don't like it, then, okay, of course I'm not going to be eating shit or nothing like that. But it's just, like, <laughs> if, if, a, if a group of people say that it's delicious, like, their favorite thing, it's, like, more than likely you probably would like it, too. It's just what it is or what, what they say it is that probably makes you uncomfortable. But some of that should be good as fuck. But, yeah, go ahead. I'm, well, I'm just saying, mm, that's all. Maybe, like I said, somebody pay for it, that I try it, but yeah, other than that, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. <laughs> so, um, yes, guys, before we get started on the show, make sure you guys check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud. Of course, this podcast from Blog Talks, and it's your confession at confession, the number two us at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. And please let us know what topics you'd like to hear from us. And don't forget, guys, tag us in that drama. Now for our confession question of the day. Yes. Confession. Confession question. Confession question. Why do you think people entertain non-motherfucking factors? Yeah. Why do you people entertain not much? Woo! That's deep. Now, guys, we're going to go ahead. <laughs> we're going to go ahead and go into those confessionals, guys. So, yes, Jen, hit us with that first confession. Yes. The first confession, you guys, is. This Angel Martinez, I know I didn't talk to you about this, but this is, like, such a huge deal. And this is something, like, literally that I found, um, like, maybe in the past, like, hour. I should have said something about it, like, while we were talking before the show. But let me just get into it, and I want to get your opinion, Angel Martinez, because this is, like, really, like, it's, I mean, I know it's not something that can affect my, like, Okay, okay. So after, and this is according to BLASTV.com, after months of protest in opposition to the prospects of a repeal, the Federal Communication Commission went ahead and voted in favor of rolling back net neutral regulations that were put in place under the Obama administration on Thursday, December 14th. Um, in a decision that saw the Republicans on the commission outnumber their opposition by a three to two margin, the 2015 measure to protect the public from the Internet service providers perpetuating anti-consumer actions was overturned. In its place, the committee will supplement 
the old rules with the so-called Restoring Internet Freedom Order, which eliminates the standards that have prevented ISPs from overreaching and instead puts the onus on the ISPs to disclose when they've chosen to prioritize or subvert content. Uh, President Trump's opponent uh, appointed SEC Chairman Ajit Pai defended the move to strip regulatory power from those who had provided oversight for the past two years, stating, it is time for the Internet once again to be driven by engineers and entrepreneurs and consumers rather than lawyers and accountants and bureaucrats. The move is controversial, as many believe that it will enable such a huge broadband providers as AT&T, Verizon, to manipulate consumers for the benefit of their bottom line. Uh, consumer protection advocate Senator Ed Markey tweeted his objection to the rule, stating, don't let Ajit Pai's FCC fool you. The only people benefiting from the real, uh, from the repeal of net neutrality are massive corporations that are already reaping in enormous profits. They want to end the Internet as we know it to create a digital oligarchy that serves the wealthy few. So what? It, so they're trying to no more internet is what what they're saying. No. So basically, it's just um, during the Obama administration, and you know Donald Trump is stupid, fucking idiotic ass. Like his his whole his whole goal is to basically get rid of anything Obama put into place, and what Obama put into place during his uh, presidency was the um, Net Neutrality Act, which is basically an act to Make sure that, you know, Internet service providers don't get over. Like, don't monopolize, you know, what we know as the Internet. Don't charge for every fucking little thing. You know, just to make it fair and affordable. And um, they rebuild it. So now it's, it's basically it's going to be where they can charge for anything. They can slow down the Internet without telling us. They can charge for, you know, shit just as simple as going on social media. Like, where it's just, and, you know, back even to 2008 to where the internet is now is still a huge difference. So it's like we didn't have all these, you know, social media websites that we have today. So it's like they probably will be will be charging just to get on Facebook or, or will be charging just to use YouTube as we know it or, or will be charging to be able to use our, our 5G LTE network. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's scary. You know what I'm saying? Like It's I, I been repealed, but the legislature, they haven't came up with uh... – a yes or no yet. It's just been. Is it, it, you wait? Hold up. So that's it has. It's not current though. This is not something that's already a law hasn't been passed through this, right? It's just an idea. Well, the FC like the board. So basically, all people that can stop it is Congress. But we have a Republican Congress, so it's like the likelihood of that happening is no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I doubt that. You know. Yeah. It. it okay. Donald Trump is a fucking dumb-dumb. But I, I don't think, you know, it's so many people that use the Internet. It's so many people who, well, especially these million, you know, dollar companies, billion-dollar companies, they still, in order for them to thrive, they have to have people coming to their website in order for them to be a website. People aren't going to sit up there and start paying, you know, $10, $15, even a dollar just to go on Facebook when, you know, and, and, and nobody's going to do that. You know, because motherfuckers barely got money right now to go and buy them a five sack of weed or, or a, a, a loose cigarette. You know what I'm saying? So can you imagine all the the money that these larger companies, especially social media companies, they're going to lose? Um, 
if if this was to happen, and, and especially like um, major corporations, when they need, uh, when the job consists of you being on the internet 24-7, they're not going to want to have to, you know, pay for each and every last single employee to go online and to search, you know, something as simple as what county is, you know, so-and-so in or what, 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 you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, this is definitely not going to happen. You're going to have a fucking room and a half full of motherfuckers opposing this. Even when the room only fit 500 people, it's going to be 780 motherfuckers standing outside with signs you know, protesting. So it's, I definitely can't see anything like this happening. They're trying, but they're failing. And uh, Trump is only doing this because he hates Obama. And he's also only doing this because he knows that every last single thing that he has tried to, to pass has just came back, kicked him in the ass. And he's failed at every last single thing because he's a loser. So he just needs to get his shit together. I agree. It just, it just, it pisses me off because I just feel like that this country, like, we, we should know, even if we don't agree on certain things and people want it to be a certain way, but it's just like you literally are ultimately ruining yourself just to prove a fucking point. You exactly. You can't even afford the shit. That, y'all can't afford to not have fucking insurance. Like, y'all can't afford to... If these people monopolize, could you imagine if Time Warner Cable had was the only people that offered the internet? Now, how much we would fucking be paying every month just to have internet? Like, come on! Yeah, like, that would what? be crazy. Doing this, it's just because a black man said it's a place that had your benefit. Like, it's so idiotic. Like when I seen it, it just it made me cringe because I'm just like, are we serious? Like. And it sucks because I wasn't surprised. You know, part of me was like, I I didn't want this to happen. And they were saying, like, how you could text or appeal and speak to, like, your local congressman. like and write, It was like this app that writes letters for you, so I did it. But still, I was just like, is that even enough? Like, are enough people going to do it to where they even care? And this bullshit still fucking happens. So, I mean, we do have Congress to be able to put this in place, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not even, I'm not, you know, I, I, I'm at a point to where I feel like it's going to get worse before it gets better. But worse for you bitches, because I'm I'm over here, you know, ready for you hoes, okay? Right, exactly. Next exactly. confessional. <laughs> Next confessional, I'm going to go ahead and get into the, the regulatory situation. I'm sorry, Ms. Andrew Vondrina, but it really was just like something that frustrated the fuck out of me. I bet. And so I you know, talk about it a little bit because it's ridiculous. It's annoying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, I was listening to the Uncivil Podcast. If you all don't know, it's a podcast from Gimlet Media. Um, Gimlet Media is like, they're like, kind of like a force to be reckoned with. I, they're like my favorite besides loudspeakers that work, which is loudspeakers is, is mainly focused on like hip-hop based and like black entertainment. But Gimlet, it has a lot of black entertainment. But overall, it's more like investigative reporting and just uncovering, like, different types of views and points and um, through through podcasting. But um, anyways, the specific uncivil podcast that uncovers stories that, that the mainstream suppressed, um, and it ultimately focused on stories on African-American figures. Um, the past episode was on a young woman 
person wanted to uncover her roots of being of black Dutch descent. Um, she said that she knew that she was like English and French and all this stuff and uh, black Dutch. Um, but ultimately she didn't know what black Dutch meant. She just, she said like her whole family was just like, we're this, we're that, we're black Dutch. And um, so she did some research um, and she found out that she was uh, a distant granddaughter of an indentured server who was black and that him along with two white men ran away from a tobacco plantation. Um, but they were caught, and because of him being uh, being black, he was sentenced to life as a slave. And back then, this was before, like, the slave trade became to what we know it as now, like where it was just like this huge situation. I think it was like a, a small number of people that they got from Africa, um, and to me, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm gonna tell you what I thought this was afterwards. But it was this. This was a very interesting uh, story to me, and I was kind of sh- I wasn't shocked by it, but I was I was disgusted. But go ahead. Yeah, um, but it was along with before the slave trade became known as what it is now, where it's just like they were forcing African from black people to come from Africa, and you know what I'm saying, making them do all this free labor. They will have people do like sign like these free con- I mean these contracts to where you would have to work th- work for them for like two to three years, and mm-hmm. once you work, you get this plot. You get a certain plot of land. You get money to get started or whatever. But they didn't realize that it was like heinous. Like you know, they were setting these people up for failure, and, and they were in um, ultimately bad situations. And so um, the people ran from that. And this was this was too white. They had caught three people. Two of them was white, one of them black. Mm-hmm. One of them was black. And her, um, her great, or, you know what I'm saying, further online grandfather or whatever, he was black. And he ultimately he was sent to life as a slave because of him being black. Um, his relatives of mixed ancestry, they moved and they relabeled themselves as anything but black because they didn't want to get thrown back to slavery because, you know, of the whole the 1% rule where it was just like, over time, it was if you had any black blood in you, and still I feel like America, we're still at that place now, like to where we don't really accept being multiracial. I mean, even though it is fine, but ultimately, like we look at it like if you if you got black in you, black. Um, but they labeled themselves as to be anything but black, so they didn't get caught up in that whole um, situation. And um, now you have today where a lot of people, Middle America, they believe that they are of Portuguese descent. But through DNA testing and stuff, they found out that um, it is the same, like, um, they, they said, like, it was Cubans in North Carolina, like, Cubans specifically from, like, North Carolina that thought that, that they were from Cuba, but ultimately it was just people who labeled themselves, mixed people who labeled themselves so they didn't get put on as black and get sold into slavery or whatever. Um, but through DNA testing, they found out that they were indeed, you know, black and one of these um these groups that they thought they were to be. Um, but it was very interesting because the last part of the show, um, it was, uh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, the, the girl, her, she was talking about how her uncle was talking on Facebook about being, um, talking about Black Lives Matter and was just saying, like, we need to go back to slave trade days and all this other bullshit. And she was just like, well, just so you know, because of the one-drop rule, you'll be sitting at the back of the bus too. Yeah, it it was really interesting, and it was really dope um, because 
what I took from it, I'm, I'm going to let you go ahead, because obviously it sounds like you listen to the show. What did you think about it, um, Ms. Angie? You Bucky? know I don't listen to the show. I listen to it every week. Um, I love your media. But um, <clears throat> it, that what I took from the show was this is almost the beginning of racism. Um because, or uh, excuse me, of slavery. This is almost the beginning because, like you stated, the the two the two white men and a black man they ran away, and what they were doing was they was hired, as John mentioned, to um to get tobacco for cigarettes because cigarettes they or tobacco it was you know a very um a lot of people it was it was wanted it was something that many people they you know wanted so they were hired and like John mentioned they had been um. They had been um, working under these harsh conditions and, you know, whipped and all of this stuff. So they decided they were going to want to run away. But the two white men, they, one of them had to work for an extra year, the other one an extra couple years. And a black man, he was, by law, they took him, they took the black man, all three of them to court. And the black man had to work for the rest of his life, pretty much. And that's what the judge sentenced him to. So, you know, people are like, well, what's the difference? You know, and the difference was that he was a black man and the other two were white. Um, and so then they just started creating all these laws. So when they would go from town to town trying to get black people to work or, you know, ask them, oh, what was your ethnicity? In other words, um, they were all, like Jim mentioned, say that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fully white. You know, I'm European because they didn't want to have to get pushed into those forced uh into that forced labor but it got to the point where they start making all these laws where um you know if like a, a woman she would be there because she was forced to do the labor and um you know her her dad would be your she was mixed and her dad would be european so the judge was like well because you're half white you know uh you don't have to work in these in this type of labor but then they would pass another law so they just kept passing all of these laws so that people who were black, other words, will have to work for the rest of them for the rest of their lives in these tobacco fields, you know. And it was it was disgusting to hear about that. But a lot of people they were ahead of the curve as well. They were able to move when they seen that they were starting uh, people the you know white folks starting to come inside their area and all these laws. They would pick up, sell their land, and move. And they would keep doing that, you know, until you know I don't know. They was what this until the seventies into the you know, and this was going on, what, in the 50s and the 60s. So it wasn't even, yeah. you know, really that long ago when you think about it, because I remember them saying 1960s, and I was thinking, damn, my mom was born in the 60s. You know, that's, you know, what, 53, 54 years ago. So that's insane that this was just happening, you know, 50 years ago. And um, I took from it that, you know, white people, they ruled the world. If you was if you didn't have an education, if you weren't a judge, then you can just do anything. And I feel like that's why so many people they seen what was happening and they start getting educated. They start going to school. They start figuring out what they needed to do. And they we now we're you know we're getting we're bothered about it pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what you see majority. You see these African Americans. Uh, looking at the past and hearing all this stuff. And this is shit that we've never even heard before. Um, and so I took from it something extremely positive. But it's really sad that this is the type of shit that, you know, my ancestors had to go through just because of the color of their skin where, and, and have been treated so disgusting, so harshly. But um, it's really also awesome that we are hearing these stories because it was just, 
you know, so much that I've never known before. And just listening to these podcasts that work, I'm, you know, my brain is just growing. And I'm not paying for no damn internet to listen to my podcast. So Donald Trump can kiss my ass. <laughs> I mean, I definitely have heard the, um, the whole situation of the Portuguese. Um, I want to say it was like a specific like, town in like, was it Tennessee or Louisiana? I know there are like two people say. Um, I do remember them um, like doing like a DNA test on like the yeah. like the like the town that were of you know that said they were of this descent and it came out that they were like mixed and they, and they were like kids because they found out that they were like black or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just like okay, yeah, it's one thing if you do wanna if if you are um, because I remember listening to um, the read. And they were saying how this guy who, he basically was passing, and he was like, he was half black and half East Indian. But for whatever reason, he said that people thought he was white, like he looked like he was white. And so um, he said that he would, he uses his advantage to get into rooms, you know what I'm saying, where they would think that he was a white man. But he said he kind of felt conflicted because, they would say the shit that we think that they would say. They would be saying racist shit or whatever. But the whole mm-hmm. time you know it, he's black and he's Indian. Like two people that are definitely targeted in this country. You know you know what I'm right. saying? And, um, part of me was just like, Okay, yeah, get your money, like you know what I'm saying, fool these motherfuckers but at the same time yeah. it's just like I don't think that you should forget who you are. And it's just like right, I don't but... know passing, you know what I'm saying, because definitely Looking back on my ancestors, especially like on my dad's side, I have relatives, and you you've met them. Where if you've seen them, you would think this was a white person. But I think that it was the dif- the difference is that they will let you know quick and in a damn hurry that they not like you know what I'm saying. And well, I'm sure back know, then they wouldn't have because they didn't want to be out there in these tobacco fields, these cotton fields, picking cotton right. and shit for getting thirty cent while their owners was getting seventy cent. You know, and and just working in these harsh environments, and it and a lot of people like you also mentioned they were mad when they found that they were black, but what they didn't realize is that um you know the 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 owners the people who were um, hiring or not hiring enslaving these individuals to do all of these this work they were allowed to rape you know the black women and there you go a uh, 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 mixed child. You know, and so this is the type of shit that had been consistent, and they start passing laws. You know, so there was no consequence, and um, it's just it was just really upsetting hearing that story. But it was deep. I love hearing you know stories about the past and things like that. So it was very interesting to hear what type of things have been going on because I didn't know anything about Black Bitch. You know, so that was that was also one last thing before we switch topics. I thought it was interesting that they said that. Um, Elvis Presley, who people who white people try to say is the king of pop, so I was like, y'all still want to say the king of pop? The king of pop is still black regardless, honey. Mm-hmm. It's either that's why he has so much wag. What they thought? You said what? I said that's why he has so much swag. What they thought? <laughs> they said they said Elvis Presley was black Dutch, and also mm-hmm. Obama's mother was a black Dutch descent as mm-hmm. well. So yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, crazy. So. The White House says that Omarosa Newman, one of the pres- one of President Trump's 
prominent black supporters, the coon of the nation, the Stacey Dash of the area, plans to leave the administration next month. Mm, mm, mm. I wonder why. So White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders says Newman's registration, uh, re- excuse me, resignation is effective January 21 years since Trump's inauguration. Newman's decision came at the start of what expected to be a round of departures heading into the new year. The White House said last week the Deputy Nation Security Advisor, Dina Powell, will leave, will leave the administration early next year. Newman is a former contestant on Donald Trump's reality TV show, as we all know, The Apprentice, and she joined the administration as the Director of Communications for the White House Office of Public Legion, working, out, working on outreach to various um, groups and um, constituency groups. And, yeah, I wonder why. It, it really didn't go into much detail. Obviously, I'm sure she's going to reveal and talk about how poorly she was treated. And, bitch, we don't care. You kicked out the grill. You 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 own the grill, bitch. We're, we're cooking you, okay? You're not even invited to the barbecue, but we're cooking your ass because you you playing games. So a lot of people are wondering if Omarosa is actually fired or – was she is she just gonna sit put in her resignation because she was fired or it is this a decision that she made on her own? Um, Jim, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I don't know if you saw like the whole the post from uh, April Ryan. Um, did, were you able to see that at all? No. Who is April Ryan and what did she say? April Ryan is well. You listen to Angela Ryan. She was on. Uh, she was on Angela Ryan's show. Um, but April Ryan, she is a black journalist in D.C. She's been um, doing it for, like, over 20 years. Super dope. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, one of our voices that, that are able to get into a room and ask the questions that definitely affect us. But she said... Oh, one of Angela Rye's sister girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's one of her sister friends, yeah. Sister um, friends, that's it. Yeah, but, no, she heard from from an inside source that said that... Um, that Amarosa cursed out, um, what is the guy's name? Kelly, the fucking oh. advisor. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't, I don't know his fucking name. Um, last name Kelly, but one of, um, I, I we'll just call him it. R. Kelly. No, I'm just kidding. I, huh? I said, we'll just call him R. Kelly. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm so close to say Robert Kelly, but that definitely was not his fucking name. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but one of Trump's um, advisors had got tired of Amarosa like trying to reach out to Trump, saying like she wanted a better position, even though she wasn't qualified for any fucking thing. And so he finally fired him, and they said that she cussed him the fuck out, and she was escorted off the property because she like cussed him the fuck out. Um, but I mean, nobody's fucking sad to see her go. Like Amarosa, like Angela Rice said, ah. Bitch, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> have never stood up for your people, especially being an educated woman of, you know what I'm saying, Howard University or being from a black, HBCU, a, a, a black university, and you still, your ways and what you, and you progressing yourself is better than progressing your people. You know what I'm saying? And, um, fuck her, dog. Like, I, I'm not surprised. Like I'm not surprised. Like you, do you honestly think they're gonna go to the back for your black ass, bitch? No. 
No. <laughs> Not at all. So it's just funny. And it's just like now you have nobody, bitch, because you literally have dug yourself a fucking hole so deep that you are going to sit in. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. Nobody's gonna, gonna, going to want to be connected to you, bitch. Yeah. And what you do is, like, um, what, what, I forget her name. This is from, from Good Morning America. Robin, um, Robin, um, I don't know. But she's super dope, too. But, um, like she said, all, all you going to do is try to sell this book, leaking all his fucking secrets. And, and that's what it is, because you're just a horrible person. You're a horrible individual. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. I wish you the best. But it's just you can't get by on life doing people wrong. Like you can't do it's gonna it's gonna come. Like it's gonna come back to bite you in the ass. And that's what's happened to me I'm also Manny Golf. I read that fucking <laughs> last name. It's like fuck her. And it's like part of me I feel so conflicted because it's just like she's such an educated woman. Like and she could be so powerful. You know what I'm saying? Could have shoulda woulda. Oh. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like you, I can't fuck with you because you don't fuck with your people. Yeah. Like, you literally was just like, fuck it. Like, I can understand if you was just like, I'm going to, you know, say what I need to say on the front lines or behind closed doors. I'm trying to get in this man ear. You know what I'm saying? But you just like, no, I need a job. You're just an evil bitch. Like, seriously. What did you take from it? Um, good for her. I'm glad that she's uh, resigning, getting fired, whatever the case is, because she had been representing my people for far too long in the most negative light ever. Motherfuckers actually thought that it was okay to vote for Donald Trump because of these dumbass bitches sitting up there like, oh, he's a good guy. Well, let me tell like, no, you know damn well that you look foolish as hell trying to convince, you know, trillions of African-Americans that this man belongs in the White House, you know. So I took from it, you know, move around, do what you do. Ain't nobody going to miss you. And I hope I don't see you in the light no more. And don't be trying to be like, uh, come around like, oh, oh, yeah, like uh, my people. Like, no, bitch, no, because we're not going to accept that shit. We're not going to accept that. Keep everything to yourself. Like, nobody cares. So. That's all I took from it. She's a bitch. She's a bitch. Anyways, you guys, next up, as you know, Mr. Tory Lane. Um, according to VLATV.com as well, um, he has received some credit for his rap skills after dropping a near eight-minute freestyle for Funk Flex earlier this month. How many hip hop fans did not know that the singer could rap. Even young DJ gave Lane Penn some respect when he revealed the singer had written some books for him in the past before being famous on a recent episode of Everyday Struggle. Jeezy isn't the only rapper mentioning Tory these days. Philly native Cassidy called on the 25 year old for stealing bars during his freestyle. In the clip posted by DJ Academics, Tory's freestyle bars are compared to previous rhymes from Cassidy and Don Q. Cassidy commented on the compilation at Don Q, um, at Don Q HBPL. I don't know. That nigga at Tory Lanez owes us a check for the bars he stole. Where's the bag? We need to be compensated, he wrote. However, 
The same singer quickly responded to the rumbling and allegations, criticizing people calling him a thief for using the same words as Cass or Don. He made it clear to point out the punchlines were different. I didn't steal anything. None of the punchlines they showing are the same. Niggas trying to expose men for similar words. Get out of here, fam. Lane shot back. What about the eight whole minutes of flame that that man are trying to discredit? Just go on YouTube and type Tory Lane's freestyle. You won't find nothing that I haven't written. I've been doing this for years. Okay, so do you think, have you heard the bars and did you hear what they were talking about to compare and contrast to see if it seemed like Tory Lane? I didn't sit and watch like the whole eight minute freestyle, but I heard Tory Lanez edit. I I heard um with the non Q guy, and also I heard Cassidy. It definitely is some similarities, but I can see what Tory Lanez is saying. Like, I mean, if you are talking about um certain words and you use certain phrases, of course, if you think it quickly, if you freestyle and you think it quickly on your feet, like of course certain words and certain, certain phrases are gonna come to your mind. So it's like I can see that if he stole it, like I, I can see him possibly stealing, but at the same time, I can see him not stealing it. It wasn't like he used with neither one. He didn't use the words verbatim. Like it wasn't like he said this whole. He he said this this whole um what what's the term rappers use? Like he, he didn't say this whole not verse, but like say this whole bar and then said uh, the same bar that another rapper said. It was just like he used similar words. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, so, I, I mean, I disagree. Like, of course, Cassidy and the other, the Dark you got their rappers are definitely hurting right now. So it's like, I mean, let's get on the mainstream. <laughs> let's get on the punk nigga um, that can rap it. You know, try to get some corn and try to, you know what I'm saying, get some shine from it. But, I mean, like he said, he sat there and rapped for damn near eight minutes. But, like, I didn't sit and watch the whole damn video because it was too fucking long. Like, you, he sat and he went the fuck off for eight minutes. Like, that should show something for you. And lately, I mean, I, I mean, we got to give Tory Lanez credit where it fucking is. Like, a lot of people try to shit on him, including me, because he does annoying things. And he can be very corny. But the man is talented. He is. He can sing. He can rap. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, you just got to gotta give it up. Like, it is what it is. You know, I, like, I can see it, but at the same time, I can't. Like, I, I believe him when he said, I didn't take them. I mean, the, the words just fucking sound similar. You know, the phrases are similar. But he didn't I believe it. What did you think? Now, were you able to watch anything at all? Like, any of the no, I didn't, no, I did not watch it. Um, so I really can't comment much on it. I just feel like if if he knows for a fact that, you know, the bars are damn near parallel, you know, you know or symmetric, then don't. I mean, you know, he could have talked to him like a man, you know, be trying to put him out there, woo-woo, knowing that they're not, as you mentioned, you know, exact, but may have a similar meaning. There are a lot of people who do that in rap. And, you know, all because something may sound like it's yours, that don't necessarily mean that he was thinking about you whatsoever when he, when he was sitting up there rapping for an entire eight minutes. You know, that's a long-ass time to just sit out there and just be spitting bars. So... Cassidy needs to go on somewhere. And if he really wanted to get mad about it, he could have just wrote, like, you know, 
he could have just wrote a rap about it instead of trying to start drama because nobody wants that. Nobody's into that. Ain't nobody got time for the drama. And I hope Tory Lanez, he just be like, yeah, whatever, like, and keep that shit moving because he don't have time for that shit either. And that's really it. Like, keep that shit moving. It's not even a big deal like that. Stop being so goddamn dramatic all the fucking time. It's almost goddamn Christmas. Shouldn't you be buying your kids presents? You up there worrying about somebody's uh, bar sounding like yours? Shut your ass up. And I love Cap. He's trying to get the coin to be buying presents. A president to be buying <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Clearly hurting right now, you know, so. <laughs> he is not hurting. I'm, Cassie is good, but, you know, it's just. Do you think so? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Shit, nigga, I still listen to my drink and my two-step. What you talking about? <laughs> nigga, just because you don't mean that you like, are buying copies. Have you seen Cassie in concert? Have you heard of people going to Cassie's concert? No, but I've seen him in movies. Two-step on the radio? Are they playing a drink on my two-step on any of these shows that you watch? <laughs> I said a movie. And, no, he's just out there selling crack, so, no. Crack? <laughs> ain't getting money from crack no more? I'm sure he still have royalties from... You know, different things. I'm sure he's not hurting. Like, you know, I'm sure he's okay. You know, he's doing all right. You know, he's still out there in Philly. Ain't he from Philly? From Philly. So, uh, you know, he, he, he all right. You know, but whatever. It's not as he's, he don't have, you know, I know Tory Lanez is doing good. So he, Tory Lanez is doing good. So he needs to just keep doing that and not worried about the petty shit. And don't give him no attention. Don't give him no attention. Corny and put out good music. Like, let's not hear about you spending thirty thousand at a store because they didn't want to sell anything to your black ass. They thought she was a thief in there. And let's not see you play basketball because you can't play basketball. And you know, let the music speak for itself. Because I fuck with Tory Lane. Like, just stop doing corny shit. But as far as musically, like, I really his music's really good. Like, it it really is. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. But yeah, yeah, I agree. So we all know who Keaton Jones is, right? Um, he's the mother of the boy who went viral uh, for that tearful video about um, him being bullied in the middle school. And now it's been mentioned that, you know, there's some racist behavior going on with his mom. So Keaton Jones reached a viral status this month for a moving video in which he teared up and he declared that people who are different don't deserve to be criticized about it and that he's been bullied at school and people are pouring milk on his head, stuffing ham in his clothes, making fun of his nose, and calling him ugly. He also mentioned how he has no friends. So the video racked up millions of views, as I'm sure it would have, and celebrities like Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, um, Actor Chris Evans, they all offered sympathy um, to the to the mom and the son. But Chris Evans also invited Keaton and his mom to come to the Avengers premiere in Los Angeles next year, and they actually raised about sixty thousand dollars in a GoFundMe account, which is fucking crazy. Because if that's the case, then I need to create a fucking video of me crying, talking about how my coworkers don't like me, so I can get a quick six thousand dollars. Because that would be awesome. <laughs> but but anyways. The situation grew pretty murky when several people claimed to have found evidence of offensive, possible racist behavior on his mom, Miss Jones' account, on her Facebook account. So the video, like I said, of Keaton Jones was viral, talking about the bullies, and um, 
Kimberly, who is his mom, um, she received the message. So pretty much this is what this says. Um, the video of Keaton Jones talked about being bullied is heartbreaking, and I feel sympathetic towards that child. And um, Tarak Nishad tweeted that. Sorry if I said the name wrong. But um, she said also, but Kimberly, on the other hand, is a suspected racist who makes very problematic posts bullying black post protesters. Now, uh, Nishid, I'm sorry, is it Nishid and Nishad? I'm going to say Nishid. So Nishid's tweet was accompanied by several photos appearing to show family members of the Jones standing next to the Confederate flag. The Confederacy fought to preserve slavery in the American War during the Civil War. I mean, in America during the Civil War. So the tweet also featured a screenshot of a Facebook post allegedly written by Ms. Jones um, telling butthurt Americans to stop complaining about um, metaphorical, emotional, financial, and historical blood and brokenness. If you aren't bleeding, no bones are sticking out, and you can breathe, stop crying. This is what the post read. For the love, um, some folks clearly never picked the switch. Miss Jones had sent her Facebook profile to private, meaning you guys know posts and photos are not visible to the general public. But her daughter, um, Lakin Jones, previously posted one of the aforementioned photos to her public Twitter account. Now, the photo captured um, shows Keaton holding an American flag next to a child holding a Confederate flag lying next to the daughter who's holding, posing with a gun. So, you know, doing some weird, really overall weird shit. And the screenshot sparked a lot of backlash on social media, leading some to accuse Jones of hypocrisy. So, it's just overall crazy. Somebody else wrote, um, my heart goes out to anyone dealing with bullying, but what's up with the racist images on Keaton Jones' mom page, Facebook page? Wouldn't that kind of make her a bully too? And after Sling Johnson actually had made that post, um, this doesn't mean that kids are, this doesn't mean that the bully kids should be bullied, but we should be aware of who we are centering again. Uh, tweeted Danger and Eggs, show running Shady Petal Sky. So Ms. Jones had not discussed the photos publicly and did not respond to the independent's request for a comment. Shortly after the photos began circulating, however, um, her daughter appeared to address the situation on Twitter, saying, my family will continue to support each other. You can all hate and tweet all you want, but our faith can't be shaken. Of course it can't be shaken, bitch. You just got $60,000. What the fuck is you talking about? So, I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't have said that, but I'm sorry. Shit. Fuck well, a few about. things. A few things they didn't receive it because the GoFundMe was shut down. Um, oh, because there was no specific oh, 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 oh. part since. There, there was no specific reason behind it. Um, also, they Are you with serious? King Jones' mother. Yeah, King Jones. Um, King Jones' mother and King Jones, they were on Good Morning America. And she said um, verbatim that the posts were a joke and there was no meaning behind any of the Confederacy or anything. Then why post it? Why post it then? There was clearly exactly. meaning behind it. What are you talking about? How was it, How is that a joke? You posing with an American flag and a Confederate flag and a gun. What's funny about that? I, I, I'm I'm sorry. I don't find I don't find the humor. What's the funny? And they're also they said the reason why the boy was being bullied was because he was calling people niggers. Then they saying that's the reason why the boy was being bullied. I believe, I believe it. it too. I mm-hmm. believe it too. But his funny looking ass. 
But, uh, <laughs> let me don't let me get the rib in his ass, no, Joy. Okay. <laughs> oh, long face on. Oh, clown. But no, I'm just playing. Just kidding, guys. We're joking. <laughs> no, <laughs> you do like a clown. Like fuck it. No, I'm, get, I'm not sorry for his ass. Like shit. Feel sorry for your fucking prison ass daddy that you ain't gonna never meet because he's fucking white supremacist. That's what you should feel sorry for. Fuck your whole family. But um Yeah, because they playing games. I mean, and it it's psycho because I like when I seen the video and that's why I didn't post anything or say anything about it. Because in my mind when he was talking and sounding a little slow, you know what I'm saying, and you know, the tea situation, I was just like, I guarantee you this boy, like, if if this was in Wisconsin he would live in West Dallas. Like he would live in West Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. Like, so it's just like, I, you know, and I know how they get down. So it's just like, I, I just, I took it, and what I took from it, and I was talking to Chris about it, I feel like a lot of times, because, you know, you had Snoop Dogg, you had Cardi B, you had Rihanna, you had all these big celebs talking about the situation. And I think us as black people, like, when we have our foot on niggas' necks, like, we kind of feel bad. And so we want to be like, okay, embrace it. I, I think it as they was embracing this white boy being bullied, you know what I'm saying? So we would look like, okay, yeah, we're not bad people. Like, this has nothing to do with the children. Um, this is about what your parents are doing, blah, blah, blah. But the truth of the matter is you have He's to let the head down. Exactly. And you have to let them live their own lives, have their own issues. Like, I don't, I don't need... Our people, Cardi B, Rihanna, Snoop Dogg, worried about their issues, honey. Like, it's, just, it's so many things that you, like, and I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying, shit on nobody. But it's like, it's, it's different things that we could be focused on as black people. You know what I'm saying? If we focused on this little white boy being bullied, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just when, when people get bullied every fucking day. But I can understand if he was, exactly. and it sounds harsh. But it's just like, I mean, if he's talking about committing suicide or anything like that, then okay, you know what I'm saying? But I just, you know, I was just like, damn, I mean, I was bullied. And so you talked you talk about being bullied on show. I feel like that's just something that happens. Like, it's a part, it's just a part of going Are you talking about me? Eight. Are you talking about me? What? Being a bully to you? Nigga, I mean, you didn't really, I mean, I guess you kind of bullied me, but not really. You know what? <laughs> But I love you though, I love you. No, but Angelica, you're not the first person. You're not the first person. I've been, I've been bullied like my whole life. It is not something I've been bullied before too. Yeah, like you know, it's not it's not something that I that I feel bad about. Like niggas that used to bully me ain't shit now. Like it's not like (laughs) it's not like they winning. And I don't I didn't even say like with you. You really bullied me. You just used to ask me annoying questions. Are you gay? You sure? You're not gay. You can tell me if you get like that's what you need to do. <laughs> but it was never like I don't feel like you ever used to pick on me. Like I kind of oh, feel like yeah. you always wanted to be my friend, but you still used to throw shade at the same time. Like how was you a bitch? We... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I mean I don't know. What did you What did you think, from? Yeah. I... 
Uh, I think you hit everything right on the nose. Worry about your own business. It all starts from the head down. And if this little boy is out there calling black people niggers in school, what the fuck you think? Oh, you going to get your nose broke. Well, you going to get your face okay. slammed. You going to get your back broke. You going to get knocked down a couple times. You going to get shoved in the locker. Yes, people are going to put ham in your pants. Even if you did the shit one time, they're not going to forget. You can't just be like a oh, fucking nigger. And then think that they gonna ever forget that shit. No, baby, you gonna be bullied for the next four years. What are you talking about? You know, all right. they gonna do call us a nigger. Let's shove his ass in the toilet. Like you know, like you can't do that. You don't see motherfuckers going around calling you cracker. You know, so now they probably are. You know, but you can't think that that uh, you can just say some horrible shit and and that was sly. But once again, he every and he's a kid, so it sucks because he's learned that from his mama. You know. Yeah. And just looking and just seeing that this is the type of shit she was posting, she might be talking about that shit all the time. Oh, turn this radio nigger show off. Like, what? Right. Like, oh, yeah, that's cool, mom. Yeah, nigger show. It's like, no, that's not how this shit is supposed to happen. So you can't sit up there and be mad. And I know she's salty as hell. Like, you'll go for me, Paige. You got to shut down, and, bitch. And y'all, and y'all family living in the fucking woods. You know what I'm saying? Send <laughs> for water. Like having to burn your trash because y'all don't have fucking trash people coming out to you. Like, bitch, fuck you. Like, like, I'm so tired of being apologetic of wanting to, like, understand these motherfuckers. Like, fuck them. Like, they third-world-ass bitches. Like, they live on another fucking planet. Like, just put them off. Let's just put all white trash on the island where they belong, and let's move along with, the li- with our lives. Like, fuck all of them. Like, fuck Seriously, fuck all of them. Like, it pisses me off. Like, I, I get so tired of bitches thinking just because they white. Like, bitch, no. Like, white people are disgusted by your disgusting, gross ass. Hooked on heroin and methamphetamine-having ass. Like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. That's anyway, okay, because as soon as that food stamp stops, it's, it's about to be a wrap. So. Right. I, let's, and I can't wait for it. <laughs> Wisconsin to... Go ahead and get rid of food stamps for niggas. Bro, me either. Low key, low key. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I'm a still be there, motherfucker. Right, okay. (laughs) Bitch. The fuck you thought? We not on food stamps over here, okay? No, baby. Um, No, baby. Anyways, you guys. um, And this is also quite a few. I'm getting all my fucking sources from B-Lab, but they're the best. I love B-Lab. Um, he gets a lot of flack, but, I mean, he just supports on, on the real. Like, you can't be mad because he's talking about shit that's actually going on. But anyways, uh, Remy Ma followed up on her Instagram Live director, Adelia Banks, with quite a bit of text message receipts. Remy shared two separate IG posts that included text messages from Banks where she discussed this, um, a number of intimate, highly personal subjects, as well as shades, Nicki Minaj, um, who Julie Banks is seemingly in awe of now. And if you all don't know, um, uh, Remy Ma, she was on, I forgot what, what show she was on, but she was Love on show hip-hop. basically saying, oh, she was on Love and Hip Hop, she said that, so when she was on Love and Hip Hop, she had said um, that the streets was cold when it came to female rappers and nobody was challenging anybody. And basically, like, all these bitches out here was whack. And Adelia Banks took offense to it. And she posted this long, dramatic-ass message to Remy Ma. 
Meanwhile, months before, months prior, kissing her ass because she's Azealia Banks. Um, anyways, Remy's caption um, said, Azealia Banks, hey, yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You, what? You been on my dick. You love my sound. Um, she said, P.S., I know you don't want no smoke, so I'll play your little social media games until I allow my team to convince me to stop. Uh, she's Remy's team. She's not worth it. I know. Um, Remy team, but you're about your female unity campaign. Remy, good question. My ladies and gentlemen, these texts start from last year. People, I don't even respond. Shaking my head. I'm responding now, though. Remy then followed with her second post where she stated, um, at Azealia Banks, don't fucking change your catch now. I got a year and a half more of you stalking me, hating on your new fame, and getting ignored. I'm officially airing out all your chicks that was on my timeline heavy when I touched down and now all of a sudden got amnesia. Operation, never taking my foot off their neck has commenced. And normally, I'm against exposing private shit when things go left, but y'all bras are crazy. Uh, Remy's team, okay, Remy, that's enough. And she said, nah, fuck that. Um, her team said, let's just focus on your record. Wake me up, it's doing great. Remy said, okay, y'all right. Go down low stream and watch my new videos and come back here so y'all can hear shorty voice notes. Um, <laughs> she said, P.S., why was you texting me about what surgery I want to get on your pussy? Um, and, yeah. Damn. I did see that we kind of discussed this just a, a, a titty, a titty witty bit um, on, on Sunday <laughs> because it was going, they were going ham and they were doing a mold, but it's like Azealia just stay in drama and it's for what? But this also, this in our next topic is kind of what our um, question of the day stems from. Why do you think people entertain non-motherfucking factors when they're the itch? Why is Remy Ma sitting up there playing games with Azealia Banks? Like, girl, your team was right. What are you doing? Like, you shouldn't have gave her no, nothing. Like, don't sit up there. You don't want no smoke. You ain't got time to be talking about smoking, motherfuckers. Like, you need to be sitting there working on that baby that Papoose wants so bad. So get your shit together. Start worrying about non-motherfucking factors. And, and, and who gives a fuck what she's saying? Oh, oh, I, as soon as I seen that message out, I'm like, this dumb bitch. All right, let me block her. Kept it moving. Bitches hate getting blocked. Bitches hate getting, oh, bring me my block me. Bring me my, I wasn't even seeing that shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yep, I blocked her. Okay. Shit, because I ain't got time for it. Shit, she she doesn't matter. And she's trying to matter. And, and she's been in, in in every last single article this bitch has been in this year and last year. It's all been negativity. So I knew when the bitch was trying to come for me, it was going to be negative. And I ain't got time to deal with that. And she didn't have to explain that shit to nobody. Everybody would have understood what the hell she was talking about. Because Azealia Banks stays in the drama and she ugly as a bitch. So it's like, girl, you ain't got time to be dealing with her. Uh, uh, an Ilya ass, ill, Ilya. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> you so psycho. No, I agree. <laughs> I just, I'm so fucking tired of Ilya Banks. Like, I really don't understand why. And who the fuck was that in her background co signing? Leave her alone. Who the fuck, who the fuck is you in my Drake voice? Like, what are you saying? I, I, didn't, I didn't even see the video. Um, well, you talking about Azealia Banks video? People were saying leave her, yeah. leave her alone. Yeah, because well, yeah, because uh, Azealia, she was like, and you keep talking about Nicki Minaj, leave her alone. Her fucking gross lips. 
Leave her alone. And some dude in the background. She do got some. She do alone. got some ugly ass lips. I'm not gonna even yes. lie. Her lips are fucking disgusting, dog. Like <laughs> they like weird. Like they're so weird and like pinched in a little bit and odd. But um, they so yeah. vague. It's like what is going on with your lips? Right, and then they said she was saying like um, she was talking some like saying like faggots over and over and over and like all this other shit. But um, uneducated. So she's so stupid, dog. Like, bitch, go back to cutting chicken in your party, (laughs) you fucking crazy ass bitch. Like, go go work at Popeyes, bitch. Like, right, because that's what you should be doing. I bet she can make with some clips. She can make a mean chicken. Shit. What does that mean? What does that mean? Shit, just one. Only one of the motherfuckers gonna be mean. That's it. Not even a batch. Just one chicken. Uh, <laughs> Shit, her ass be playing games. No, but she stressed me out. Like her and that fucking um, leather ass. Bra she had on there one time. The leather ass lips she got. Oh my goodness. No, no, those lips <laughs> stressed me out too. Like you're just a horrible person. Like, and you just mad because Remy Ma's fucking winning. Like, dog, you are such a fucking hater, dog. Like, Remy Ma's yeah. fucking gorgeous. Like, she exactly. can fucking rap better than you. She looks better than you. She got a fucking fine ass man that you could mm-hmm. never have. And, and you mad about it? You are mad about it. Like, jealousy and envy. Exactly. Exactly. So, guys, on to our last topic this evening. According to VH1, the relationship between Caesar and Duchess of Black Ink may be over, but it seems like Duchess just can't let the hurt go because she's now sending singing threats, allegedly. Now, in this Black Ink crew highlight, Sky is taking this manager role and running with it very serious she's leveled up and she's not playing with her employees she's making sure that the job nobody is slacking on the job Caesar's feeling her authority he you know think it's positive and there have been some positive vibes in the shop however however those positive vibes are interrupted by some literal clowns who showed up singing showed up with a singing telegram so it was three black dudes in a clown, or a guy in a clown suit. Um, the rap started off cool. Everybody was bopping their head. And one of the dudes was like, fuck you. Black ink ain't, black ink ain't shit. And all the artists are rack. And, you know, everybody was just like, it was like a bunch of people. And they, everybody in the shot was just looking like, what the fuck? Like, are they serious right now? And Caesar, he just, though he heard it to the end, Caesar, he pretty much was like, you know, get them, get them the fuck out of here. But the dude said the last thing one of the guys said, and I think it was the guy in the clown suit, was like, watch your back, Caesar. Like, Caesar, you better watch your back. Which, you know, is kind of like a threat. So Caesar wasn't playing that shit. Everyone thinks this is stemming from um, the interview that Caesar had on the Breakfast Club, where Caesar had talked about Duchess and how she. Um, how she was filed for allowing Sky's teenage son to be interviewed in her shop. And he, you know, her son had said some negative things about uh, Sky, including the fact that he did not want to meet her. And Duchess also went off on Sky, saying that she shouldn't be worried about where her son was interviewed, but she should focus more on being in his life. So it's just like all of this stuff. But it seems like Duchess 
Oh, oh, also Caesar, he was like, um, they just made a, a rap or some shit about him on, um, on, um, on what is it on iTunes and just a bunch of shit. So Duchess is still, you know, but her over the whole breakup, obviously. And Caesar's like, move the fuck on. And so she's, you know, making songs and sending motherfuckers to his shop. And I think she's also jealous of Sky too because. Sky take a position that she probably feels that Sky doesn't deserve. So it's just a bunch of bullshit, and it's so stupid. And Dutchess needs to grow the fuck up, honestly. Like this shit is nigga, you, nigga, you definitely didn't watch. You definitely did not watch Dutchess's interview on the Breakfast Club, did you? Oh, I didn't realize Dutchess had an interview. I thought that it was just. Yes. Uh, uh, okay, so okay, okay, so what happened? What happened? No, so I felt I felt the exact same way. That you that you are feeling right now, I felt that up until I watched Duchess's interview on um, on the Breakfast Club, um, okay. and she basically explained everything. She said that um, the company's the show's producers, uh, Big Fish, are the people that put in place everything. She said that the, every everything basically we see reality shows and we know it, but she aired it out. Reality shows are fucking fake. She said that she knew the reason why she wasn't tripping when um, the girl, she said that, okay, she was pissed off and she broke up with Caesar because of um, the whole thing of finding, like, the girl's naked pictures on his computer. His computer, yeah. His, yeah, was because she knew that um, the show did not have access to her home because she said the second season when they were together, she said that they um, – made it seem like because it was the air mattress in her home that Caesar's cousin was sleeping on, they made it seem like Caesar and Duchess were sleeping on the mattress. And they didn't even go and film inside of Caesar's and Duchess's bedroom. So she made sure after that season that the show could no longer film in their home. And whenever they had shows, it was in Airbnb. She said whenever they filmed, pretend like they was at home, it was never at their actual apartment. It was only at Airbnb. Um, she also said that um, with Sky, she said that Sky lied about everything. She said that Sky's um, sons were in a good home, and she said she wanted to wait until they were 18. Um, and Sky's son actually was in juvenile detention center, and he's 19 years old. He still has not reached out to her, which was the reason why he was told having the interview. And that um, he had an interview with Gossip Viv because he, he reached out to the guy's father, reached out to Duchess and um, reached out to the person that got in touch with um, Viv, who is from thisis50.com, which is like a, a 50 cents like blog or whatever, and um, was able to do the interview. And so it was not her. And it, it, made, her, it, it made her look bad. And of course, you know, I'm sure she's being spiteful. She was like, "Sure, y'all want to hold the interview here? That's fine." Because but you know, that's just be lying. That's just a liar. So I really don't be believing a lot of the shit she's saying. I, but no, but everything she, I, I believe. She that nigga have receipts. Her ass have receipts. Dutch, uh, not Dutch. Sky's son lives in the same city I live. Sky's son lives in Durham, North Carolina, with his father. Um, and so they they drove up to Charlotte, which is like an hour and a half from, from where I, I live in, in Durham. And um, and that's where they filmed the whole shit. She also said that um, Caesar was saying that, you know, he owned half the shop and blah, blah, blah. And she had receipts of 
um, the lease, the leasing contract, and she was like that uh, this white man owns the building that she that she um, that the shop is in and all this other shit. She also said it was so many things that she like basically like uncovered. Remember that scene where um, they made it seem like Caesar had cheated on Duchess and he was kissing some girl in the car. Mm-hmm. That was a production assistant. That was like one of the production assistants from the show. They they had her sit in the car and see the fact like he was kissing her because Duchess did find out that she was cheating on him. But they we they like recreated the whole scene. Like they said this like she was just talking about how like fake the show is and like how the show sets up bullshit drama. You know what I'm saying to to get like a reaction. And she also talked about how. That seeing Telegram more than likely was Big Fish Media. You know what I'm saying? Pinpointing Duchess as the culprit. And she was saying that um that that the show wanted either for they either kind of forced Caesar and Duchess to break up or to get married. Oh wow. So I was just like, Yeah, it's a lot it's a lot of shit, dog. You you gotta watch that you gotta watch that interview. I will. And she had and she had receipts for everything. They was offering her a show. She was like, I left the show because I wanted to leave the show. So like I have this fucking contract of where they were trying to give me my own show for my shop, Pretty and Age. Like, bitch had the had the receipt. Like she was not lying though. Like she wasn't lying. Mm. Damn. Well, well I'm gonna have to watch that and I'm gonna have to let you know later on when I find out about it. But that's deep. And so I guess yeah. once again, um, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's, that's deep. So man, I really don't know what to say. I'm just gonna have to watch it. And I have to let y'all know what my opinion is on that. <laughs> so okay. we're gonna go into our confession question. Um, why do you think people entertain non motherfucking factors when they're the shit naive? Jeanne, would you ever entertain somebody who is just like? You know, trying to shit on your life, trying to, you know, be like, oh, you know, you this or you that, woo, 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 blah, 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 I'm this and I'm that. And they just trying to call you out there for no reason for some dumb shit. Right. When you know that you the shit right now. At this point in my life, hell the fuck no. Um, Because they ultimately, I know. What would make you go there? Like, nothing. Like, you literally would have to, like, put your hands on me. And then I will just be fighting your ass back in that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that, that's it. Like, but it's like, I don't even, like, I don't get into it with these, you know how I move. I don't get into these bitches on social media about this show. Like, I, like I'm like i not going to sit here because clearly you don't care. You have your opinion. Your opinion is not going to change. You clearly want to troll. Like, nothing. Like, people that feel like they have a beef with me, like, you have a beef with yourself. Like, I don't. I don't give a fuck because I'm just at a, a place in my life to where I have so much going on. I have so many things I need to be focused on. I yeah. paying my own bills. You are not, you know what I'm saying, putting anything on anything at this household that I live in at this current moment. So fuck you. You know what I'm saying? I have a good man that I know that's not going to embarrass me and vice versa. So it's like I'm not I'm not worried about you hoes. Like I, I like you can say whatever, you can do whatever, but it's just like honey, let's where where's the receipt? You know, exactly. like fuck off. 
Like fuck all y'all. Like no, <laughs> honey, I'm not let I'm not letting these bitches stress me out. I used to I used to be that person to where I would sit and argue and want to fight and no, no, like and it and it's not and I think the uh, the big thing with me is I had to accept that it's not being weak to walk away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I being a a gay man, a lot of times I used to struggle with people looking at me as less of a man, which is why I feel like I used to be so amped up and ready to fight about any little thing. But it's just like, bitch, I, I mean, I know I can beat your ass. Like, what right. why, What does me actually beating your ass prove? Exactly. Besides me potentially going to jail. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no. Like, no. What do you think about it? Yeah, I think the the more you grow, I'm petty though, guys. So um, <laughs> I I do think the the more you grow, the less um you know you become fired up. Sometimes I even look at some old posts from you know 2009, you know, and I be like, oh my god, like I can't believe I was talking shit like this, like you know that was almost 10 years ago, and I'm sitting up there like just going the fuck off like on a status. On a bitch, like never, like that's stupid, you know. On a random bitch, like not even somebody I knew, <laughs> like so, like so, yeah. Or even the dude, but like sometimes, like I, I am, I play petty card. Like I just, I like to see like how, if I can get a rise out of people, you know what I'm saying? So somebody may say something on Facebook. Like even recently, it was this guy. He was like, um. He just posted all this shit like Libras can be the Pisces ass, Libras can be the Scorpio ass, Libras can be the Gemini ass, and shit like that. And I I forgot what I said underneath it. And um, he he called me a bitch. He he called me a bitch, and um, and I thought it was funny because it's like, damn, like I ain't even say nothing that you know deserve that. But you know, I I was just like, wow. I was like, no wonder you single. You know, some, 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 I don't know. I just, I said it in a, a funny way, and um, he never responded. And it's just like, okay, well, you're a loser, you know what I'm saying? Like, why like why are you upset right now? Like, he was straight mad, like, shut up, bitch. You don't know nothing about us. Like, mm, you sound like you're single. Um, you sound like you're an old man who don't have a job. <laughs> so, yes, right. when I say, like, I can get petty, I can't. And it's it's no reason at all. I'm entertaining it because that's what I wanted to do. But if, like, a bitch really pissed me off, I would just probably, like, you know, trying to come at me about some, oh, yo, yo, husband, woo-woo, or this, like, I would just talk to my husband about it first. Obviously, I would be mad, you know, but I wouldn't let the bitch know I was mad, you know what I'm saying, or whatever that. But I would, like, as you get older, you worry about more things. Like, right now, I'm just worrying about hurry up and finish your work, finish your school, you know, get my body and stuff together and traveling next year. That's it. Those are the goals. Mm-hmm. So, so that's it. I don't know why people they entertain them. Um, probably because they want to be petty or probably because they got pissed off by it. But in our situations, Jen don't entertain and I'm petty. So, whoop, whoop, there you guys have it. <laughs> Before we end the show tonight, is there anything that you want to confess your love for? Yeah. yeah. I want to confess my love I- for a good party. I love playing and parties. I love the fact not <laughs> well, that's true. I just want to confess my love for a current Christmas 2017, which is going to be yeah. Saturday. It's going to be lit. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be so good to see everybody looking luxurious, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. getting lit. Um, 
but no, seriously, I do want to confess my love for. I was listening to um, how I built this, which is another one of my favorite podcasts, um, which isn't from Gimlet Media. It's actually from um, National NPR, National Public Radio. Um, but they follow like moguls and billionaires who came from nothing, and one of them was Bob Johnson, uh, who is the creator of BET. And, you know, those just stories them to be such a proud black man, you know what I'm saying? I think it's just super dope. Like, it, it is crazy because it's like you always see, you know, a lot of times, like, you hear about the whole skin folk, you know, everybody's skin folk and kin folk. But it's like mm-hmm. the high power motherfuckers that have made it, that have been through the wire, like, that have done it fucking all. It's just like them. Motherfuckers, they be so fucking proud to be who they are and to push yeah. our agenda. I feel like it's just so amazing for him to be the first, you know what I'm saying, black billionaire ever in this country, you mm. know, and to speak how he speaks so well of us, you know, I just think it's just, it's just so beautiful listening to the show. So if you haven't got a chance to listen to it, first of all, the show is called, God has called How I Built This. Um, but yeah, specifically his his live show. But this was a great episode, and I was really inspired. You know. Nice. Yeah. What do you confess your love for this week? Guys, so it's been started up again. I've been slacking on the you know the weight loss and getting myself together, and it's just like. Me too. Am I am I ever gonna get myself on track? And you know, my husband, he's all like, "Oh, like I've gotten so big." I'm like, well, you're not. And so we both know that we've gained weight. We were like, well, we need to do something about it. And every time I think about, oh, I need to work out, um, Jean's husband, his boyfriend, he always plays. When you ready to, um, when you ready to do it, you will. You you know when you, when you when you dedicated and you ready, you will do it. And that always plays in my head. And so since Tuesday, um, Tuesday. You're breaking, up. The, You're breaking up. We're working out, but we are eating healthy again, and I'm just hoping that this is long term this time. And another thing that kind of stuck with me is on the Angela Rye show. Um, I think it was David Banner who said this, but he was just like, "Do not pray to you know, don't pray for things that you are susceptible. You you are empowered." To do yourself, you know, don't pray for no husband, don't pray for a wife, don't pray for a car, a job. And I was thinking in my head, like, he better not say it. And as soon as I said that, do not pray to God to lose weight. I was like, why not? He was like, while well, sitting on your couch eating ice cream, and I'm like, that's me. And I thought it was just so funny, but he was right. Like, why am I praying and I'm eating a Snicker bar? You know what I'm saying? Knowing damn well that I'm not trying to do anything to do to, to lose the weight. So, um, that was a big motivation for me too. So we just see, guys, how how this goes. Um, our goal, especially since I have a partner in crime, is six days a week and uh, weekends included, which is going to be new for me because I never work out on the weekends. But Sundays will be our rest day. So guys, let's see how this works out for us, and I will definitely keep you posted. Um, you know, as as time permits. But that's pretty much it, guys. Jean, we're going to go ahead and end the show. If you don't have Anything else to say this evening? Of course I don't. Of course he <laughs> don't. Of course he doesn't, guys. Of course he doesn't. 
So, <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us this evening. You guys can expect to hear from us next Sunday, December 17th at the same time, 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern. We want to hear from you, so ask us questions, send us those confessions at confessionsremember2us at gmail.com, and tag us in that drama. This is your host, Angel Vandrina, huh? And I'm your Shella Fellow, and you are listening to Confessions <laughs> he got a long win, y'all, because he happy about that part. He's just excited. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, babe. Good night, party boy. Till the tears run down from my eyes, Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. My heart skips skipping the beach and not close enough so that space between you and me, let's lose it. The way you're dancing, swaying to the music, girl, that body and how you move it. Every time you cross my mind, girl, I lose it. Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.